0: OTC is go. Tank is go. BTC is go. has a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not going to stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and, oh yeah, thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people. On RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Anderson at the National Patriot, Diane Sorey at the Patriot Factor. It's Friday night for most of us, Saturday night for Diane. She's on the other side of the international date line, apparently.
1: <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm here. I almost wasn't here thinking it was Saturday. I'm like, I can't wait for Christmas
0: break. I, You know what? I'll bet you there's not one single person listening to this show that has not had that happen to them yeah where you think it's one day and it's not and then all of a sudden when it hits you it's like holy
1: crap (laughs) yeah and it it it, it's just like you know we get two weeks off we do this every year because we know when we come back we're going to have very little time off because primary season will be really in full swing and like, I, I'm going to take advantage of it, you know, and stay off the computer for for as long as I can. And and uh, just know that come January 9th, when we come back, it's going to be straightforward till the convention and then the election.
0: Yeah. Now, we're going to be here this Friday or right. tonight, obviously, and the next Tuesday we'll be here. Right.
1: But, then, but then our break starts yes because nobody wants to listen to us just a day or so before Christmas I don't want to
0: listen to us a day before Christmas
1: that, that's me I don't <laughs> want to listen to us either so you we're know, in the same boat I mean that's just kind of the way it is
0: uh, great news and I know this is going to excite Diane greatly uh, the Husker volleyball team will be playing for the national title this Sunday
1: Good luck to them, but I really don't care.
0: <laughs> Go Huskers. And uh, and the Husker head coach for the volleyball team was named NCAA Volleyball Coach of the Year yesterday. We won the quarterfinal game yesterday, or quarterfinal match, I should say, yesterday, in three straight sets. Uh, so now we get to play Texas Sunday afternoon for the national title. Okay. Whoopie-doo. It's well. It's great, you know. And I'll tell you the the Husker volleyball team; those girls have had a great year. They've only lost one match all year, and uh, earlier this year they set a world record for attendance at a women's sporting event, with attendance for a volleyball match at ninety two thousand and three people. Okay, huge. I still don't huge. care. <laughs> So good luck good luck to the Huskers on Sunday. Yeah, good Sunday. luck to
1: them anyway.
0: Yep. Um, okay, so we got a bunch of stuff uh, that we need to talk about. Let's crack open this case of crap, you know, which it is in the case of Hunter Biden with Hunter Biden. Yeah.
1: Well, this has to do, folks, with the um – his tax fraud case, but of all people who pointed something important out, it was um, Turley, you know, the Democrat who was actually a constitutionalist. Right. And he he pointed out that they did something very bad that was kind of underhanded. And really what that was, they allowed the Department of Justice Justice the DOJ allowed the early potential tax felonies against uh, Biden to expire.
0: Yeah I mean, they had him going all the way back for several more years and right. uh, and they dilly dallied around on purpose, I guarantee you.
1: Um, oh, of course.
0: because they knew when the statute of limitations was going to be up. Uh, of on, on that first set, and then the second set uh, of tax evasion charges, they tried to sweep under the rug with that sweetheart plea deal a couple of months ago, which all fell apart when the judge in the case looked at it and went, "Oh no, 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 no!" Right. And and uh, that judge, she even asked uh, Hunter's attorneys, "Have you ever seen?" Uh, a deal like this before ever and they had to admit no No. i mean it it was a deal that was going to
1: exonerate him from everything yeah and he's still pushing for it which is quite amazing to me he's still today you know in his arrogant attitude i'm going to get everything dropped against me i don't think so
0: I don't think so either. And he added to the list of charges uh, a day or two ago. I think it was Wednesday. He added to the list of charges uh, with contempt of Congress. You know, they subpoenaed him to testify behind closed doors. And he said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm only going to testify in an open hearing. Uh, But that, you know, when, when you get a subpoena, it's not an invitation to
1: a party. It's a demand. No, no. It's not, you know, do what you want. It's do what you are told to do by the subpoena. But also interesting is uh, Leslie Wolf. She was the assistant U.S. attorney general. Um, She's now accused of limiting questions relating to Biden during the investigation into Hunter Biden. But suddenly now she's no longer employed by the uh, Department of Justice. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting
0: Interesting turn of
1: events there. Yeah, very interesting turn of events in all of this because Hunter still keeps saying, my dad didn't know anything about this. I didn't tell him anything about this. But you know what's really pathetic about this, Craig? Here it is. You have Joe Biden, a sick old man, feeble-minded, I'm sorry guys, but that's the way he is, who in his mind might actually think he's trying to protect his son. And then you have this piece of garbage son who knows his dad is sick, who knows he's not in control of anything. He's got his string pullers and his horrible wife. And he's using that to his advantage. He's using his sick father to try to save his own butt.
0: Well, would you expect any different?
1: No, I wouldn't. But in, in, in this case, you know, here it is. Biden is saying uh, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. He knows damn well what was going on in fact some of the pundits today were actually saying and one of them wrote about it and i just off the top of my head don't remember who but actually said that biden said to someone he should have not run in 2020 because he knew what hunter did
0: right and and this should have all been a scandal when Joe was the VP. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's when all this was, was going down. But, you know, Hunter stood out there in front of the Senate side of the uh, Capitol a couple of days ago and gave a news conference before walking away and not testifying. This, this would have been on Wednesday when he was supposed to be testifying. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, my father had, uh, what, how, I want, I'm trying to think exactly how he put it, no No financial involvement in my business dealings.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Really? you know what? Really? You can say that because we now have evidence, bank records, that show clearly that money flowed directly from the Chinese to Joe Biden?
1: Well, you know what? Hunter Biden is a pathological liar. Joe Biden doesn't know what he's saying anymore. But Hunter Biden is a pathological liar. But here's something that no one says: You got this, Hunter Biden. I mean, uh, Joe Biden being the bad guy. Uh, 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 uh. Hunter Biden, uh, Joe Biden. Too many Bidens here. Joe <laughs> Biden was the intermediary to get to the final destination, which was Barack Obama. Right. What I don't get is why no one has called for an investigation into uh, Barack Obama's finances, his business accounts, his personal accounts, the money trail. It didn't stop with Joe Biden. Obama had to know what was going on. And Obama was the final destination, in my opinion.
0: You know, you look at the deal with the Ukrainians, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the actual quid pro quo, not the quid pro quo that he tried to charge Trump with, but the actual quid pro quo right. that right, went on right. between Joe Biden and the Ukrainians when he got the uh, prosecutor fired. Okay. Mm-hmm. There sits Joe in Ukraine in December of 2015. And he says to the Ukrainians, you've got six hours uh, to fire Slokan, the prosecutor, or you're not getting the billion dollars. Right. Okay. Joe Biden doesn't have the authority to withhold the billion dollars. No,
1: only Barack Obama, Obama did.
0: Yeah, Barack Obama did, but right. not Joe Biden. So that situation right there tells you that Obama had to know what was going of on. Of course.
1: I wouldn't be surprised, and again, in my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if Obama was in on the orchestrating of the whole deal. Yeah, it
0: wouldn't surprise me. You say, you know, you want to see the bank records and the money trail. I also want to see the communication logs.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, I I want everything.
1: But um, you know, Craig, as well as I did, that by this time Obama has pulled a Hillary and they've oh, yeah. been bleak bitched into the uh, hereafter.
0: Yeah, I guarantee you. You know, mm-hmm. and for all we know, he may have been storing all that stuff on Hillary's servers in the bathroom in Chappaqua. Yeah,
1: we don't know.
0: You know, I mean we, we, we have no idea.
1: But Unless you- he's so arrogant. You know, Obama is extremely arrogant, and he might still have those records, thinking he's untouchable. Nobody's come after me at this point, so I'm going to keep all this stuff because I'm so proud of what I pulled off. He yeah. has that kind of arrogance. He does.
0: Yeah, he does. You know, and, and but, you know, there was Hunter Biden out front of the Capitol the other day playing the uh, the, the pity card. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm the victim here. MAGA Republicans are after me. I may have to flee the country when this is over. You know, this, I mean, I'm sorry. Boo-hoo. I know. You know, I mean, they they showed pictures of me naked in a hearing. They, they did this to me. They did that to me. No, Hunter, you did it all to yourself.
1: You know what? Because he's under <laughs> investigation— and facing criminal charges because he made that statement about leaving the country, his passport should be revoked immediately.
0: Absolutely, one hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, but you just you just you know listen to him up there giving that oh poor pitiful me speech. Mm-hmm. You know, MAGA Republicans had nothing to do with you making business deals with China and Romania and Russia and Ukraine and on and on and on, Uh, they had nothing to do with the the Chinese and the Russians and the oligarchs giving you money and diamonds and cars. Right. The MAGA Republicans had nothing to do with you giving 10% to the big guy. They had nothing to do with the setting up of, over 20 shell LLCs from which you've laundered the money. MAGA Republicans had nothing to do with 10 different members of the Biden family, including little granddaughters getting paid. You know, MAGA Republicans had nothing to do Hunter with you leaving your laptop with all of this information on it at the repair shop. Right. Right. You know, so don't stand up there and play, oh, poor, pitiful me, and oh, the MAGA Republicans are to blame, and oh, they're coming after me, and oh, oh, my. You did all I... this to yourself. You're the architect of your own demise. You're the architect of your own woes. MAGA Republicans didn't stick crack pipes in your mouth and shove cocaine up your nose. Right.
1: You know, I mean, the list just goes on and on. Yeah, this is the most joke of a prosecution I've ever seen. This man is obviously guilty. Uh, He needs to be made an example of on a number of things. For what he did, you know, the withholding of the taxes, obviously. You can even throw in some elderly abuse here. Sure. and you can and you can also throw in the fact that he's a traitor to this country yeah yeah and
0: who walked him up to the Capitol who helped him commit uh, the the crime of contempt of Congress Eric Swalwell right Eric Swalwell who spent years sleeping with a Chinese spy right. You know, so I mean, this this whole thing stinks from the ground up.
1: Exactly, exactly. I, I mean, Hunter Biden is just dirty. He's slimy. He's kind of like a snake oil salesman. He's he's just creepy. That's Seriously, that's- he's creepy. His whole demeanor is creepy. And he really needs to see the inside of a jail, unless, unless, if he sings like a canary and gives up Obama, then at least let him go to a cushy jail.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh. (laughs) Let's uh, let's change gears here. Talk about the border crisis, because that situation isn't getting any better. In fact, it's getting a lot worse. There was a report that came out uh, yesterday, late yesterday afternoon, that says, uh, you know, we've been talking about 8 million, 8 million, 8 million when it comes to right. illegal aliens during the uh, Biden regime up to date. Well, it turns out it's a few more than 8 million.
1: Turns out they were... 13 million illegal aliens now in the United States, most of whom are wit rich young men.
0: It's amazing. You know, you yes. think about 8 million, that's a lot. You know, in, in two and a half, three years, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. 13 million is a whole lot more. and And they're saying that number is probably on the low end of reality. Especially because,
1: according to um, Stephen Camarola, he's the research director for the Center of Immigration Studies. According to him, there are now 50 million foreign born, usure quote, citizens in the U.S., strictly driven based upon the Biden administration's open border. Policies,
0: fifty million
1: million. What they are doing, folks? Not only is this an invasion, obviously. Not only are these Democrat votes to keep the Democrats in power forever, but this is also an attempt to de-white America.
0: It's it's disgusting. When you think about it, I mean, yes. e- even take that part of the equation out of it. We don't know who these 50 million people are. We do know that they have actually caught about 150 that were on the terrorist watch list, but we have no right. idea how many they didn't catch that were right. on the terrorist watch list. We got people coming here through our Southern border because it's wide open from all yeah. over the world, from the Middle exactly. East, from yeah. Africa, from China, from South America, from anywhere yes. you care to name, they're coming here because it's a wide-open proposition. Okay. Now, you've right. got f- potentially 50 million due to Joe Biden. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And, and you know, you, you look at most states, you're not going to have 50 million people in, in one state. No, you're not. U.S. citizens, all right? So, you got a problem there. Now, let's add a little bit of compound injury to that. Mm -hmm. Recently, we understand the U.S. Border Patrol has found 10 improvised explosive devices along the border. Those are being put there by the Mexican drug cartels.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. How cheery is is that? Well, here's something else. When Joe Biden took office in 2021, there were X number of illegals here. In the two years from 21 to 22 to 23, we're not in 24 yet, we have had an increase of 4.5 million just in two years entering this country. And let me tell you something. You tried to gloss over a little bit about what I said, the de-whiting of America. I should have phrased it a little different. And this term has been used for many years, the browning of America.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, of course, you know, you you bring that up in uh, in conversation. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're a tinfoil hat wearing Alex Jones listening conspiracy theorist.
1: Nope. Nope. Not when you think of it this way. The average per month since Biden took over, 137,000 mostly young brown men, uh, or what like they like to call brown men. They're still Caucasian, no matter which way, you know, the demographics try to twist it. But 137,000 per month.
0: That's a bunch.
1: That is unbelievable.
0: Well, and they're dispersing them, obviously, all over the, the U.S., Mm -hmm. you know you come across the southern border you get all sorts of stuff you get uh you get gifts you get phones you get money you get housing you get plane you get
1: voter id cards with
0: the d on them yeah i mean you're you're set you know all you gotta do is break into the country illegally and, and by god The Biden regime is going to take great care of you. Now, we have veterans that are homeless, uh, not not doing a damn thing for our homeless veterans. We've got veterans that aren't homeless uh, that are having a tough time either from physical or non-visible injuries received in combat. You know, thank God we've got, you know, organizations, uh, you know, like Tunnels to Towers and, you know, Uh, the gary sinise foundation you know lieutenant dan foundation Mm -hmm. um you know thank god we've got organizations like that that are actually doing something to help because hell the biden regime they don't care they don't care but if you're in this country illegally well bob's your uncle you're going to get everything you ever thought you were going to get and more
1: well let's add one thing here and this is important folks Yes, Biden had certain numbers, 137,000 approximately a month. But don't think, no matter what you're hearing from certain medias, that everything was hunky-dory while Donald Trump was president, that he had the border totally locked up and under control. That absolutely is not true. During the years that Trump was president, 42,000 a month came through. No, it's not 137,000 granted, but still 42,000 a month every month came through when Donald Trump was president. So he did not close the border.
0: No, he he did a better job of exerting some pressure on the border and controlling certain parts of the border. Um, you know, the stay in Mexico policy was, was a big deal because that helped prevent a lot of these people that Biden's letting in from coming in back then. But it wasn't, you know, uh, it wasn't hermetically sealed.
1: No, the wall wasn't built. It it wasn't sealed like you, you know, say. And and it wasn't
0: sealed like we hope it was sealed. I mean, you know, know, Trump did a better job than Obama and a far better job than Joe Biden, but there was still room for improvement.
1: Yeah. When Obama was president, 76,000 were coming through. It dropped to the 42,000 and then it went back to the 137,000. So, yes, it was much better under Donald Trump. No one is saying it wasn't, but it wasn't sealed. The border was never secured. Not under Obama, not under Trump, not under Biden. It was better under Trump but it was not secured.
0: Let me, in a few minutes we've got left in this segment, let me toss in another aspect of this that nobody seems to be talking about except from time to time, you and I. Okay. But I, but I think it's important. Just as is the browning of America is important, right. you will notice that as all these hundreds of thousands, millions of illegal mm-hmm. aliens come across here, one thing they are not doing not doing is coming across waving an American flag. They are coming oh, across here for sure. waving whatever flag of whatever crap hole they crawled out of. Okay. Including Palestinian flags and Iranian flags. Yep. And and let me tell you why this is important. and And people need to take note of this and they need to pay attention to it. Not only is there the browning of America going on, there is the intentional destruction of American culture going on. Because when these people come across waving their flags from whatever butt crack stand they crawled out of, they have no intention of blending into and accepting, assimilating, if you will, into American culture. They want to force American culture to accept their culture whatever their culture is so Mm -hmm. not only are we browning america from a racial standpoint by continuing to allow this we are also encouraging the intentional destruction of the american culture american values american way of life and american exceptionalism
1: by allowing this to continue well let's bring up one last very important thing about this with this influx we don't know who's coming in we have caught Hamas operatives at the border a couple of days ago Denmark almost saw their own version of 9-11 the Danish police were able to stop it Hamas operatives who had entered their country were set on doing damage how long do you think it's going to be before something happens here I think it's inevitable. I do, too. I think it's a matter of time. You know, we're sitting on a
0: ticking time bomb is, yep. is really what it boils down to.
1: And I think it's going to be before the nominating convention.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. I I, I think there will certainly be something that happens, um, you know, before the general election. It would not surprise me to have no. it happen right around the nominating convention time, right right in the early summer Uh, of next year
1: exactly we're in dangerous times folks that's why you better think really long and hard when you go to vote in the primaries
0: Uh, yeah because we can't we can't continue with the way things are because the way things are will not allow the united states of america to continue right you know it's it's just that simple all right folks we've hit the bottom of the hour that means we got to take a quick break sneak in a couple of station ids but when we come back we've got more stuff to talk about that you'll find interesting important and maybe maybe even a little entertaining so stay with us there's more right side patriots after this You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet.
1: You're listening to rspradio 1.com. and join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com Welcome back
0: to Right Side Patriots on rspradio1.com Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, Diane Sorry at the Patriot Factor now, if you miss any part of tonight's show, you go to rspradio1.com tomorrow morning, click the podcast button. This show in its entirety and all the rest is gonna be there for you. You can spend your whole weekend with right side patriots. Oh fun. <laughs> <laughs> well you could. You could. You know, I mean, beats the hell out of cleaning the house. That's true. Just saying. Uh, Okay, so next up on the hit parade, uh, one of Diane's all-time favorite people, Kamala Harris. Um, She is really adopting a pro-Hamas, anti-Israel bent.
1: Big time. But let me start by saying one thing. Two things, really. Biden, first, had no business telling Bibi, (laughs) That the war with Hamas must wrap up by year end. Okay. Biden should butt out of Israel's rightful business and focus on our border fiasco. You know, that would serve him better. And number two, Biden, I should say Bibi, does not need Biden's permission nor anyone's permission to do what he thinks he needs to do to keep Israel and the Jewish people safe. And in this case, it's it's wiping Hamas off the map. That is his goal. That is what he's going to do. And Biden and crew should butt the hell out of Israel's business.
0: Now, let me say a couple of things as a follow-up to the couple of things that you just brought up. Okay. Because you made me think of a couple of things that I, you know, you needed to get that off your chest. Well, I got a couple of issues too.
1: Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Um, when Biden told BB, you got to wrap this thing up too sweet. hmm I'll bet you Biden didn't say that to Zelensky.
1: Oh, of course not. That's Zelensky,
0: Zelensky was over at the White House earlier this week, and uh, I'll bet you Biden didn't say, uh, "Listen, Vlad, I'd really like to see you get this thing wrapped up uh, in the in the next couple of weeks." It, it, it really yeah. helped my election campaign if if you could just wrap this up. Oh no, 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 no. Um, no, he uh, he gave uh, Zelensky a couple of hundred million dollars. Uh, and said, "You go over there and you just keep at it, right? But BB, oh no, BB, BB, you got to wrap this up. Yeah, you know, this yes. is this is really getting really really getting to be a kind of an annoyance to me uh, out on the campaign trail. So BB, got to wrap this up. Yeah, uh, that's the difference, right? Big difference. Okay, here's the other thing I got to get off my chest here. You say." Biden has no business telling BB how to prosecute this war. And I agree I with you. I know what
1: you're going to say. What I know I? what you're going to say. I
0: bet you don't. But go ahead. What do, you, do. What, what do you think I'm going to say?
1: It's not Biden talking. It's Obama. Nope, that's not what I'm going to say. Oh, but that's true.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying that's not what I was going to say. Okay. Okay. Not only does Biden have no business trying to tell Bibi Netanyahu how to prosecute the war.
1: Mm-hmm. All
0: right. I got to tell you, I am sick and damn tired of all these different entities. And I'm talking about, you know, the, the town council in butt squeak, California. And, and you know, the, the, uh, kiss my ass County in Idaho, uh their county commissioners, you know, where, where wherever these idiots are from, that are passing resolutions demanding a ceasefire.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You it know, means if nothing.
0: If you are a city council person, fix your damn potholes. Yes. You know, if you're a county commissioner, you know, make sure that your roads are clear in your county this winter. Mm-hmm. But quit trying to pass resolutions demanding a ceasefire from Israel against Hamas. Yeah. That's not what you were elected to
1: do, you bunch of knobs. No, definitely (laughs) not. And nor does the UN have a right to demand ceasefires. But as for Kamala Harris.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Who
1: shows, you know, (laughs) her allegiance is here. Right. She actually told Biden that he needs to be more forceful at seeking a long-term peace and two-state solution. Well, guess what, Kamala? The two-state solution is a bunch of crap. Number one, your precious Palestinians are not a people. They're a made-up entity by Yasser Arafat in 1967 to push forward the PLO. They are... Jordanians, number one. Number two, you want a two-state solution? Ask the surrounding Arab countries to take their own people. But the problem is the Arab countries who are trying to be a little more westernized don't want them because the Palestinians are the bottom of the barrel and they recognize them as troublemakers. So why should Israel... Who, surrounded by millions and millions of acres of Arab land, give up their precious little country for a two-state solution for people who want them dead. Well... This makes no sense. It'll never happen. And I think the sooner our government and the useless nations, the UN, realize... This two-state solution should be dead and buried.
0: I have a theory. Okay. You like to hear my theory? Sure. Okay. When Kamala is demanding a two-state solution, I think I know why. I think I know. You know, she was she was going to go get to the root cause of, of the border crisis. Okay. Well, I, I think I know the root cause of her wanting a two-state solution, and it's because she has spent the last 3 years around Joe Biden. Now, now, you know, people are going to think, well, I don't know, you know, what about what about Biden? Well, here's the deal. Kamala wants a two-state solution because Biden is living in a two-state solution. He's living in the state of denial and the state of confusion. Oh, that's true. Okay. And that's where she's getting the idea for a two-state solution for Israel. Maybe. Israel gave it the old college try. They mm-hmm. gave Gaza to the quote-unquote Palestinians. Right. And and they haven't had a thing to do with Gaza, Israel. They haven't had a thing to do with Gaza since 2007. Right.
1: Right. How'd it's, that work out? It's ridiculous, but here let's let's say something else here. Kamala and her crew, Rashida Tlaib, and all the mouths on the the left. Oh, but so many civilians are being killed. Well, guess what? You don't want civilians killed. You don't want collateral damage. Don't send terrorists to commit massacres. Remember on October 6th there was no trouble. The two states, or I should say the two areas, one Israel, one Gaza. Yeah, there were skirmishes, but there was nothing major going on. Suddenly on October 7th war is declared on Israel. What are they supposed to do? Sit back and bow to these savages? Yes. Israel had every right to do what they did. Israel has every right to get them the hell out of there Israel has every right to turn uh, Gaza into dust for the simple reason the Palestinians voted for Hamas they support Hamas of course not all of them we're not talking about everybody but if you don't want collateral damage Don't go to war with Israel. No other country on this planet warns people we're going to be doing this, this, and this. You better get out before we start. Not only puts it on the Internet, on the the media waves, the airwaves, not only drops flyers, they do everything to keep down civilian casualties. And it's now coming out today today. That the uh, Hamas, Gaza, Palestinians—whatever name you want to pick—those numbers of casualties have been greatly inflated. Well, I'm shocked.
0: Yeah, shocked. I mean, I, yeah, I'm shocked. Um, yeah. I wouldn't think the Palestinians would do such a thing as inflate the numbers. I, they're usually right. so trustworthy and honest,
1: aren't they? Though.
0: Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I I got I got a little further advice for Kamala and her crew, as you put okay. it. Okay. You know, if uh, if you don't like civilian casualties in a time of war, perhaps you should quit backing the government that uses people as human shields. Right. Well, that's basically you know? what I said. Yeah, but, but I'm just putting it bluntly to it. Right. You, you know, um, you know, if if you actually what a ceasefire, uh, go over there and talk to Hamas. Please go over there and talk to Hamas. Please go over there and talk to Hamas yeah. in person yeah. because it was Hamas that broke the ceasefire. Um, right. You know the ceasefire was was all well and fine, and uh, there was no war, and Israel was not. And quit calling Israel the occupying force. Israel doesn't occupy that land; they own it. You know, there's a there's a difference. That's Israel, and they gave up part of Israel. Uh, for these right. so-called Palestinians, um, mm-hmm. you know, so don't talk about Israel being an occupying force. It's uh, it's the Palestinians that are the occupying force, and I think anybody with a working brain. So, which obviously leaves Kamala Harris out of the mix, but absolutely. everybody else knows that.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, it'll all be over as soon as um, Israel takes out the head of Hamas, the one that they're after. They've gotten most of them. Uh, I, I just forget his name right offhand. Um, but there's one person that they're specifically aiming for, and they believe he's still in Gaza hiding in the tunnels. Once he's taken out, I think everything on the Hamas's end is going to collapse.
0: It'll be interesting to see what happens when when... You know, as as those things come to fruition, because, you know, we know that Hamas has basic headquarters in Qatar. Right. And, you know, will they retreat to that and and regroup from there? I mean, Qatar, for whatever reason, is befriending them, you know, at at least to a, a certain point. They shouldn't at all, but they are. But Qatar doesn't want all that crap coming down on them either. No. So, you know, Nobody it's going to be interesting people. Well, no, right. it's, it's, so it's going to be interesting as as the war kind of winds down over the next few months. It's going to be interesting to see the position that Qatar takes because they don't want the Palestinians there for yeah. obvious reasons, but are they still going to befriend them? That's it's going to be an interesting juxtaposition. We'll have to wait and see how it works it out.
1: It's going to be very interesting, but the bottom line is Kamala Harris needs to keep her big mouth shut. Okay? So does the likes of Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and AOC. They are just inflaming the hatred in this country, the anti-Israel well, sentiment. I, they, I, I, especially Rashid, ground zero of the resurgence of all the anti-Semitic hate. I agree with they you. Need but to shut up.
0: I agree with you, but had Kamala Harris the ability to keep her mouth shut, she would have never furthered her political career to the point that it is today.
1: That's very true. Uh, <laughs> okay. Folks,
0: you can figure that out for yourself. Uh, finally... Let's talk about Harvard President Claudine Gay. Uh, yes. Speaking of anti Semitic buffoons, um, right. this is one of the uh, university presidents that was in front of Congress giving testimony uh, a week or so ago, not doing herself any favors because, you know, when asked by uh, Elise Stefanik out of New York uh, if having students marching around campus. Uh, demanding genocide of the Jews was against Harvard's Code of Ethics. Claudine Gay, the president of Harvard, said, well, you know, it kind of depends on the context. No, Claudine, it doesn't depend on the context. There is no context in which demanding genocide against anybody is okay. Uh, There is no context uh, that demanding that israel be wiped from the face of the map is okay there is no context that calls for the killing of all jews to be okay there's no context for it
1: none well let's put it it uh, sort of taken from a different side okay this is a black woman oh okay a minority she checked off the boxes Harvard's president, Uh, whether she came up through affirmative action, I don't know, but she checks off the social issue boxes. What if the marchers had been whites saying let's exterminate the blacks, let's get rid of them, ship them all back to Africa or something like that. That would not be okay. But according to her, it would have to be okay because it was in the context it was said. In other words, we have two sets of what's right and wrong here. No. No, I find that shocking. It's okay for her to do what she did, not only because they were Jews, but because they were white. But, if the tide had been turned and people were calling for for bad things like that against blacks here in this country, that would not be okay. oh,
0: i can I can take the if out of it for you right. No, right. I can't. I can take I can take the if out of it directly of course. for you. here's of course. here's how you take the if out of that equation, folks. Mm -hmm. A few years back in Charleston, there was a bunch of white supremacist lunatics, absolute scum, that were marching through the streets uh, demanding, uh, oddly enough, that Jews be done away with.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And while they were marching up and down the streets of Charleston, Uh, making their vile display known to all, they were carrying tiki torches. Yes. Okay. Now, back then, when that was happening, this was a few years back, the liberal side of the aisle, of which Claudine Gay is part, came unglued. They came unglued. Mm -hmm. How dare these people be allowed freedom of expression. How dare they? Right. Okay. Well, now you got Claudine Gay and these other university or college idiots saying, well, you know, freedom of expression is important. Well, it wasn't then. Furthermore, earlier this week, Claudine Gay, in an attempt to suck up to the Jewish coalition, Oh yeah! In and around Harvard, she went to a menorah lighting ceremony. And what did she do there, Diane? She lit a menorah with a tiki torch.
1: Yep, and said not a word. She made no statement, no anything. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It was a photo op. Exactly.
0: You know, and, and a tiki torch saw for that. Yep, tiki torch uh, makes a much better photo apparently than a bic lighter or a candle. Yeah. And uh, but you know they came unglued when tiki torches were used in Charleston mm-hmm. against the Jews. But there she was using a tiki torch to light them at all. I hate
1: to tell her, but tiki torch is you know Hawaii. You know there's uh, not part of a the lot. United
0: States. There's not a lot of Polynesian Jews. No,
1: no. But the the whole uh, thing.
0: And and I know this because you never hear in combination, Aloha Lachayim.
1: No, you don't. Ever. You never hear it. But the whole thing about this is she needed to be fired or she needed to have voluntarily quit. But the reason Harvard is not firing her, and let's cut to the chase here, Craig, and tell the truth is because she's a black woman. I find that hard to believe. That's the only reason they're not firing her. They're losing donors left and right. By by, students, by the hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. The students' parents are starting to file lawsuits. And it's going to reach a point when these Harvard graduates go out and go into the world, for whatever profession they're going into, and they put down Harvard as their school, they're going to immediately be told we're not interested.
0: It used to be a sign of prestige if you had a Harvard diploma or if you had Harvard on your resume. It used to be a sign of prestige. Right. Anymore, it's it's a, a death knell because it's a sign it, of hatred. Yeah, employers are gonna say it's not just Harvard, it's Harvard, Cornell, Uh, To some extent, even now, MIT, unfortunately, Uh, University of Pennsylvania, the list is long and goes on and on. But, you know, people are going to see this and they're going to remember this. And there are even law firms and and major companies right now that are saying, we will no longer recruit uh, employees coming out of Harvard,
1: period. It's over. Absolutely. And, you know, they're right in doing it. You know... (laughs) I remember going to college. Everybody got along with everybody. Um, There were none of these groups, white groups, black groups, this group, that group. Everybody just basically got along. But not anymore. Now everything is politicized.
0: Well, and culturalized. And this goes back to what we were talking about in the first segment, Diane, when, when you are uh, destroying the culture of the United States, you're replacing it with other cultures. And now, you know, along the racial lines, we've got major schools now that have black-only graduations and all this kind of stuff.
1: Right.
0: It's, it's a destruction. It's further destruction of American
1: culture. Uh, uh, absolutely. No question about it. And the thing is, though, these people that are doing a lot of this. Many of them are the politicians on the left. They're being elected and re-elected time and time again. Everything boils down to politics. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anyone says. It all boils down to left versus the right side. And it springs out from there and encompasses everything its tentacles to reach out and try to get involved in everything what happened with these universities instead of concentrating strictly on education they became political mouthpieces and that's what started their downfall if these universities except in maybe their government classes whatever when they started becoming political mouthpieces, they started their own death knell. That's true,
0: you know. And and you mentioned like their government classes. Well, you know they're they're doing this, you know, political indoctrination crap. I don't care what you call it, um, you know, woke culture, uh, die culture, DEI culture, whatever, however that thing goes. Um, right. You know they're doing this in math classes, english classes.
1: Right. Um,
0: you know, whatever class you know you can name, if it's that pervasive that they're teaching this kind of stuff or indoctrinating this kind of stuff into students in math classes, I would shudder to think what government classes are like at some of these universities and colleges. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And and the allowing of hate groups to form. That those hate groups, that didn't break their code of conduct. You know, there's something wrong there. Your top universities are promoting hate? Yeah. That's, that meets their their um, rules? Really?
0: Well, it, depends I mean,
1: on, it all depends on who you hate. Right, selective hate. You can hate right. this one, but you can't hate that one. You have to stand up for this one, but you can put down that one. I mean, you can trace kind of all this back to um, the woke nonsense, to the, remember that project, uh, what was it, the, the 19th? 1619 Project. 1619, 16, 16, thank you. Yeah. You can trace a lot of this back mm-hmm. to that stuff. It yeah. started there, and then it, as it grew, its tentacles went out and encompassed other things, including politics. It directly affects politics.
0: Well, and that's kind of the aim, because, you know, this indoctrination stuff would mean nothing, Uh, to the liberals if they weren't counting on it uh, in future elections, you know, to drive future elections. In the minute or two that we have left here, I just want to bring up one more thing about Harvard University President Claudine Gay, who's not getting fired and not resigning. Right. She's also a plagiarist. Now, it used to be if you were a student at Harvard and you got caught plagiarizing, you were out of Harvard. I mean, you got kicked in the ass and you were gone. Right. Okay. I'm waiting for the next Harvard University student to plagiarize something, get caught, and say, well, I invoke the Claudine Gay defense.
1: And didn't she come up with some cock and bull excuse for her plagiarism?
0: Well, she forgot to mention who she plagiarized from. And, and there was oh, some okay
1: if you and, mentioned who and, you took it
0: from. Yeah, That's and, called the footnote, Claudine, in case you don't know. And 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 you know, some of what she plagiarized was missing, missing quotation marks. So what the Harvard governing panel decided to do was just go in and make the appropriate accreditations and put the missing quotations, and everything's fine. Nothing that's to because, see here.
1: That's because she
0: checks the diversity boxes. Just saying. you know. Yep. But I'm waiting for the next Harvard University student to plagiarize, get caught, and say, I invoke the Claudine Gay defense. I like because that. <laughs> if, if, if you're not going to throw out the president of the university— yeah, you know, never mind the anti-Semitism and all that crap. If you're not going to throw out the Harvard president, university or you know university president for plagiarism, but you're going to throw out students for it, you got a problem.
1: Well, I think every one of those students who took part in that anti-Israel protest, I really think God, uh, it's time that they get expelled.
0: And not just from Harvard, but from every university that did it. I agree. Every,
1: every yep. single one.
0: Well, Diane, with that, we have run out of time.
1: And with that, I say nighty nights, Star Trek awaits.
0: Folks, have yourselves a great weekend. We'll be back on Tuesday, the last show before the Christmas break. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.